Bossa Fecton, the Bossa Fecton. B-O-S-S, you know that you bless chess. Tell you a boss in your drip in your Welcome every step. Boss set this thing out, set this thing out. Podcast that helps you carefully rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss. Your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources. Your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Welcome to the Boss Effect, Miss Tish Bell, business coach and owner, creator, founder, and everything that has to do with Hello Millionaire. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Hey, hey. Man, I am I'm honored that you're here. It's a it's an honor to be in your presence because we have some of the same and similar beliefs when it comes to you know helping people to get their goals, their dreams, and everything in order when it comes to money, finances, and how we show how we show up in the world. Yes. Yes, we do. So I would like to take this opportunity to give you an opportunity to share a little bit about yourself. Tell me about you, Miss Tish Bell. Tell me, tell me what's behind the wall of Tish Bell. <laughs> well, I'm Tish and I'm a boss. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited to be here on the Boss Effect show. Thank you guys so much for having me. I, I feel like I'm with family. Um, I'm Tish Bell, the founder of Hello Millionaire. It's a business coaching company. And I'm excited about the women that I get to help, you know, them grow their businesses to make more money and to have freedom and to do it on their own terms. So we've been successful. I've been in business almost seven years, um, three years with Hello Millionaire, but independent consultant before. So that's what we do. We, we want to see women rich, you know, men too, men too. Shout out to you. Because <laughs> when the women are rich, the men are rich. But yeah, I, no, that's just, right. I just strongly believe in financial empowerment. And so I'm so excited and passionate about what we do here at Hello Millionaire. So I'm glad you mentioned that. That was going to be one of my first questions was, do you also work? I know you work with mostly women, but have you in the past or any time in the future, are you looking to work with men and women? Sound like he's feeling a little left out. The men feeling a little left out. Go ahead. Well, they have have Eric Thomas and Les Brown, you know. Um, I do have one male client that I have worked with. He's a caterer and he's doing very well in his business. But I find that women are attracted to what we do with me, of course, being a woman and wanting to help women, which is you know, how I got into business with my mom being an entrepreneur, seeing a lot of the struggles um, that she had to go through in her own life. And it's like, you know, I just want to help women rise. And it's just kind of like a natural uh, progression here. But I'm welcome to welcome any man that wants to sign up into our program. It's a lot of women, though. <laughs> well, you know, I was like taking a stroll on my social media and you popped up on my social media on Instagram and you had posted something a few days, weeks. I'm not going to tell how long ago it was. And if you want to know, you just have to go follow her on Instagram. So the truth is, you said, the truth is we need more wealthy female leaders. And are you one of those leaders? And I was like, 
how will someone know if they are one of those leaders? Because, you know, all of us are like, yes, that's me, that's me. But what are the identifying factors that, yeah, you really are one of those leaders? How do you identify? Well, you said it, Kimmy, when you said yes. First off, leadership, I believe it can be cultivated. Some of us are naturally born leaders, but you still have to cultivate your gift. You know, you still have to expand, you still have to educate, and you have to be willing to grow. So the first step in doing anything is just saying yes to yourself. Maybe you don't feel like a leader right now. Perhaps you don't feel wealthy. Maybe life has you in a recession, in your own personal recession. But the moment you say yes is the moment that heaven begins to back you up and you just keep saying yes to yourself and yes to your dreams every step of the way. What I have found, for women that I coach and even myself is that usually we have been told that we're too bossy. We've been told that we talk too much. We've been told to, uh, we've been told to tone it down. You know, you have to do all that. Tone it down, hold back. And I believe that if you've been told those things, you just might be a leader. Because when people are uncomfortable in their own skin and comfortable embracing their own boldness, they will try to dim your light or quietly down. What I love about being a founder of Hello Millionaire is one of our catchphrases around here is shine brighter, go bigger, be bolder, whatever it is, do it louder. So. <laughs> okay, I'm about to jump out my seat. I was about to jump out my seat. I was about to jump out my seat. You know, I love all of that because I don't know if you know, Sean Seven is also a hip hop artist. And one of his latest albums he just released is called Essence. And on the Essence, he has a song called you know, I show out when I show up. You see my how it go? It's called glow up. You gonna oh. my lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. I and every time when I show, I show out when I show up. Oh, I show out when I show up. Yes, yes. Because yeah. we always want to let our light shine. We always want to let our light shine. You know, I think uh, India, I read with that. This little lot, not Lord. Lord. So missing lyrics. <laughs> Listen here. The whole point is, I got excited thinking about letting our light shine, letting our light shine, because like you said, oftentimes we're told, you know, we're too bossy. We talk too much. We think we know everything. We always research and get your nose out that book. You know, is my dinner. You know, all those things. And at some point, those can really start to wear and they can tear at you. And sometimes yeah. you literally start to believe those yeah. things about yourself and they become barriers and you self-sabotage through those. How do you deal with those when they show up? Well, and it goes back to what we do in our coaching program, a lot of psychology and behavioral psychology. You have to, it's happening at the subconscious level. So it usually takes another person, a coach, a trained practitioner, maybe even a friend, to show you where your blind spots, where you are blocking yourself. Because you could do something so great and everybody's like, it's so great, you're amazing, you're wonderful. And you're like, but it's not good enough. See, the imposter syndrome begins to creep in. And before you know it, you are sabotaging yourself and you're wondering where the opportunity? Why isn't anything happening for me? But what is your self-talk saying to yourself? We've been taught that is arrogant, to believe in yourself, it is arrogant to have confidence, it's arrogant to let your light shine. But I believe that when you're shining as a woman and as a man, you give other people permission to shine. 
You give other people permission. And the more that we are all shining in our greatness, the better the world will be. So our confidence is not arrogance. You know, me shining my light doesn't dim your light. But what I want you to do is be inspired to shine your own because you have something that's needed. You have a gift that's valuable and you have to believe in yourself. And I told all the girls in our program, no one is coming to tap you on the shoulder to wake you up and say, live your dream. How many people this month came and told you, girl, you need to live your dream. Girl, you need to set your life on fire. No one's doing it. You have to be the cheerleader and the loudest voice in your own life. And when you start moving, when you start cheering yourself and you start breaking through those obstacles of limitations and self-doubt, then other people will begin to cheer you home. But you have to be the leader in your life first before you can effectively lead others. So when that voice comes up that tells you, honey, you're not good enough, who do you think you are? Your dad was an alcoholic. Your mother was depressed. Your mama had five kids. You know, that's just my story. Who are you to think that you're so great? But who am I not? Mm. That does not disqualify me. If anything, it gives me a cutting edge because I understand struggle and I don't want to go back there. I understand single parenting and I don't want to go back there. I understand abandonment and I don't want to go back there. So what looks like a dysfunction in our life, if we change our perspective, it can be the fuel that pushes us into the fulfillment of our purpose. Mm, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Has there ever been a time in your life when you didn't have that drive? What was that fuel that pushed you into your purpose? I would say prayer. Um, when some years ago, I did not have the drive. It seemed like every business, everything that I tried to do, whatever I invested in, it just fizzled out. The people that were close to me that I thought would support me or who said, hey, I've got you in this. When it came time to show up at the table, they're like, girl, you are on your own. And it was a breaking point when you believe in something or believe in yourself and you look around and there's no one there and you don't even have the strength to believe in yourself. All I could do was just pray, just believe. It, it just started with words of affirmation, um, speaking over your life. And even if you don't see it right now, if you begin to speak, you begin to believe and you have faith, you will eventually see the results. When it could happen tomorrow, it could happen six months from now. But I'm here today because during those dark years, I did not give up. Even with tears in my eyes, Balling in the floor, crying, God, why? I mean, what? Why? I'll just, I'll just give up. Even in the moments of giving up, I could be at the grocery store and I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. I, I don't know what's gonna happen to my life, but I'm just done. Someone may be walking down the aisle and say, you know, just don't quit. Like a, a person, just people will always come and give me crumbs of encouragement. People that I didn't know. And I think that's important because the dream that you have, the business, the ideas, they're rooted in you. They are a part of you. It's not something that is here outside of you. It's a part of who you are. It's a part of your DNA. It's a part of your purpose. You would not have a dream in your life if it was not given to you for you. And I, and I want to share this too, because sometimes I have some of the young girls I mentor, you know, they'll say, well, I read the four hour work weekend. You know, I want to make six figures working from home. And I'm like, sis, I mean, that might be their story, but that's not my story. I don't have a four hour work week. No, I'm not hustling all day to where I don't sleep, but I, I have not yet seen that methodology while it works for some people, but you can't come in 
with a dream thinking, I'm just going to work this four hours a week and then it's going to happen. There are process systems, learning um, strategies, growth barriers that you have to break through to even build a momentum to that point. So if you have a dream, don't expect it to be so super easy that you don't have to do any work. Hold on to it and be committed and say, I'm not giving up until I see what this actually looks like. What I see in my mind, what I see for myself, I'm not stopping until I see it. Hello, millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tish and I'm a boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's right. So, Tish, in the beginning, you had mentioned that your, your, your mom was, a, was an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So, with that being said, I know that the entre- entrepreneur spirit always been in you. But when did that point in your, in your life that that light just came on and said, you know what? Let me try this entrepreneur world and took that path for yourself. Did you say try? At the time, she tried. She's doing it now. But at the time, she tried. Oh, I was just like, ooh, <laughs> At the time, the question was, at the time, she tried. Now she's doing it. Oh, okay. Because, you know, that's like a word we don't use around here. I got scared. I was wondering who you were. Okay. Um, okay. So, when we were, so, a little bit about my background and story. So my parents divorced and remarried, all right? So my dad was a severe alcoholic. My mom had five kids. She had to fight with him. They had a lot of domestic violence. It's a lot of drama. But she always seemed to have some type of business because she didn't work. Um, She was a nursing assistant, like, later on in life, and she continued with her businesses, but she didn't work. So she would have to find ways to earn money because my dad worked for the government, and he kept drinking it all up. So... I would see her, like, we'd be selling, uh, well, bank, I don't know if they still have it, but Amway, she was selling Avon, she was selling jewelry. Like, I never seen her get up and go to a nine to five. And that had to change my perspective because I used to believe that working nine to five was just work. You know, like, if, if, you, if you didn't have a job, then you weren't working. But if you're producing income, you are working. Like you're creating opportunities for other people to have income. And so when I was five years old, I was in pageants. And of course, you know, we didn't have the trust fund check. All right. We had, I had to work to sell cupcakes to buy my dresses. I had to sell cupcakes for everything. And I think growing up in that work ethic, uh, it, it helped me when I look back on it. I'm like, wow, she was an entrepreneur. I mean, she went, she also cleaned houses. She was a contract cleaner for the base. We lived in a military town. And when it was time for me to go to the prom, she, it was like two choices. You can go work at McDonald's and make $6 an hour or whatever it was back then. Or you come here and help me clean these houses and get $50 in a day. And you're done in like three or four hours. Prom dress, you know, had to have the the most expensive dress back then. Now they doing it up, honey. But I worked, you know, it was like, okay, what's my side hustle? Then I went off to college and I worked in retail, went to college full time, but I was also a musician, which was contract work. So I've always had like two to three streams of income before I even knew what income streams were that I was generating. Sometimes that would be more than my full-time job, sometimes less, but I always had a mentality that whatever income stream that I had or whatever my side hustle was, or as we would say, yeah, we call it a hustle 
and I'm not that old, but like back then, like, you know, your side hustle, whatever it was, it had to take care of all of my expenses. So it was like a, just a whole complete stream of income, even though I worked full time. I think when I started to just believe in like me and my ability and my superpower, believe in my superwoman, it was just like, go for it. You keep trying to do and juggle so many things because you don't believe, which was rooted in, in lack. Even though money was coming in, it was still a lack of belief. Do I have the ability to take care of myself with the work of my own hands? Do I have the, enough faith to believe I can meet payroll for the virtual assistance? Do I have enough faith in me? Do I really believe that I can do it? And I think, you know, having that, you know, one-to-one -one talk with myself, it took a couple of years. It's like, girl, you know, think about it. You're coaching people out of imposter syndrome, yet you're you're not believing in your full value of what's possible for you. Believe what's the worst that could happen. You've already gone through the worst. I mean, it, it, you know, I don't think it could get any worse than what I've already have gone through in life. But if it did, it's like, hey, you already know what it feels like. So keep it moving. And I love that. I love that. It, yeah. <laughs> I love that. We already know what it feels like. We already feel, we already, like someone told me the other day, you work so much, you know, it doesn't matter. Da, da, da. You know, I've already been bottom of the barrel, dirt poor. Oh, yeah. I've already done all that. I know how that feels. Allow right. me to know what it feels like on the other end and just respect that I've been there and I came here for the experience of life. Let me enjoy it in the fullness thereof. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of people are not living the fullness, the internal peace of life. They're mm -hmm. slaving away. And sometimes you can even slave away in your business. But I just check in with myself throughout whatever it is I'm doing. Are you having fun? You know, are you mm -hmm. aligned to this? Does this work for you? So asking those questions and knowing what your focus is and what you're doing. And I like prosperity. See, a lot of women are afraid to admit that because people will say, oh, you're just about money or you're just about this. But those are poverty-minded thinkers. Ooh, wait a minute. I'm going to stop you right there. Are you about <laughs> to talk about the relationship with your money and the way it, it really starts with your internal self? Because yes. if you are, I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let you go right into that. <laughs> because I want to know about this relationship with money. Because a lot of people don't understand that your, your current state and your current relationship with money really signifies your lifestyle. And your lifestyle, and there, there is no difference. There is no difference. It's not, the, the thing about your relation, a lot of people don't have a relationship with money. They have a relationship with lack and worry, fear and stress. They used to have that relationship. When I begin to learn about the dynamics of money, um, the spirituality of money, how to create money um, with our gifts and our talents, how to manifest money, how to really get into a flow of prosperity because prosperity is either flowing to you or it's flowing away from you. And you have to take an honest look. You know, and I had to take the veil off, the veil off of, well, yeah, I went to college, but is prosperity flowing to you? No. Well, I work, but is prosperity flowing to you? No. So you have to take the veil off and look and say, am I repelling it or am I attracting it? What was my relationship like with money? Well, I felt like money was never there. I never had enough. I had to work two and three jobs, even with businesses. I had to just keep hustling, hustling, hustling. I never went into a state of rest. And so when I begin to understand that your money is a reflection of your subconscious mind, it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. It's a reflection of your self-worth, how it comes into your life. And I begin to piece by piece, 
Start shifting those subconscious beliefs. And that's something that we do in the coaching program. Get to the core of what is blocking your prosperity? What belief? The belief that, well, my mother had five kids. She worked, she struggled. I grew up in that, so it becomes absorbed in me. But I have to make a conscious decision to choose a different reality. And here's the thing about it. When you start moving in a flow of wealth, depending on your current environment, people will begin to get mad with you because they are staying in the same place. But you owe no one an explanation for changing your life for better. You owe nobody. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to feel guilty, you know, for moving into a flow of prosperity. So am I repelling it with negative talk? Money is never there. Talking about my bills negatively, not paying my bills, not even utilizing my talent. One thing I want to say this, it's so many women that are under earners. They're smart women. Well, I, I, don't, I don't want the stress of working in corporate America, but you have the leadership experience. Why don't you get a stress management coach instead of working a lower paying job, right? Imposter syndrome, work a lower paying job instead of using my skills and ability because I can't manage the stress. You can manage whatever it is. You find the right support system. Well, I can't have a, a business too big because I can't manage it but yet you want prosperity. That's not the attitude that's gonna bring prosperity into your life. You'll always be blocking the money and you'll be begging for it and crying about it. When prosperity starts, it starts in you and it becomes, you are the magnet that can draw it in. I like it, I like it, I like it, I love it. Should I say, did you have a question that you want me to I, go take? No, I did have a question. Now, the name of your program is Hello Millionaire, right? Yes. Now, did you name it Hello Millionaire? Is that because you, you made your first million or you named it that as a way to manifest what, you, what you're looking for? A way to manifest. And what happened was, as I was, you know, in my business and making money, I was like, man, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'll be a millionaire, I'll be a millionaire, I'll be a millionaire, right? And the, the thing, and so how it birthed was like one morning I woke up, I was like, hello, millionaire. I'm like, oh, let, me, let me check and see, is this trademark? And it just kept on, hello, millionaire. Hello, million. They're like, what? <laughs> a friend of mine from college, he, so I was doing a Facebook Live and he showed me a letter that I wrote him 20 years, well, yeah, it's been a long, 25 years ago, however long it's been. A letter that I wrote, we used to write letters back and forth before we start texting. Mm -hmm. And he said, girl, look, every time you write me letters, you would say the millionaire, the millionaire. So I really believe the words that we speak they manifest. Um, and it just is it's, it's happening. It's happening. So I was a millionaire when I was broke, but I just didn't know that a millionaire was living in me. And when I discovered that the millionaire was living in me, I, want, I said, I want to see on the outside what I see on the inside. Okay, listen. So one of the things that we, if you notice, if you've been listening to the Boss Fed podcast is that we literally stay away from politics and religion. But I just want y'all to know that uh, we just went to church. <laughs> <laughs> we just went to church. Okay? Because if you didn't catch that, as Sister Shay say. Matter of fact, and I'm going to give a shout out to Sister Shay to make sure she watched this episode. So when you watch this episode, I want you to come into the Boss Effect Podcast community and let me know that you heard us give you this shout out. If I don't see you in there, then I know you ain't listening to the podcast. And then we just not going to say nothing until we know you listen. How about that? 
Yeah, that's what we do because that was a golden nugget. I love that golden nugget. And it leads right into our 10K and 10 day game. Okay, so everybody who comes here on the Boss Effect, we, we always share what the Boss Effect stands for. And for us, our stories are all, we always find similarities in every story, in every interview, in every person, because we do believe that we're all connected just in different ways, in different missions, and different purposes. So we like to say that the boss effect, being that it stands for bold, outspoken, soulful storytellers, we like to say, once you can own what it is that your soul is here to advocate for, you can truly be the boss of your own life. And the more you show up and make an impact, the income, the revenue, the door openers, they will come to you so that you can make manifest in a bigger way when you start with what you have. So in this 10K in 10 day game, what we like to say is we're going to give you $20,000. If you get the 10K in 10 days, we'll give you with another 10K. Now, it's not real money. It's, it's called <laughs> Boss, boss Bucks. <laughs> Hey, that's real money. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly. So here are the rules. The rules are like, so we're going to give you $100. You have $100. You have a truck that is very, a truck that's on the last legs of its life. And it can only drive around in the city limits. Okay. If you attempted to pass the city limits, the truck is going to break down. Do not pass go. Okay. <laughs> So you have a <laughs> You have a truck. You can use the internet. You can use your own intellectual property, education, wisdom, skills, current businesses that you have. No one knows you. So you start from ground zero. No one knows you. And you're not allowed to get a loan. And you have 10 days to make 10K. Did I leave anything out? Uh, yes. Step by step, let our listeners know how you'll go about getting that 10K in 10 days. Because you're a boss, and we know this won't be any pressure to you or anything like that. So we're going to be quiet. Tish Bell, the millionaire. Okay, so what I would do, first thing is I would actually find business owners. And I guess if this is today's market with the social media, I would like go into small businesses. I would start with like accountants. I would go to doctor's offices. I would go to people that I know that's already turning revenue and attorneys. I'd walk in there and say, listen, I can help you build an extra $10,000 to $50,000 a month on social media, right? And I would literally just give them a, a straight social media plan. I charge them $2,500 to do it with, with that. So I guess I haven't even spent. I just gave y'all some free marketing because guess what? You don't have to spend money to advertise on social media. That's what I would do. I would do it. I would, I wouldn't even call, I would show up with that. And so with the $10, I probably do one, get a virtual assistant to do a flyer or a graphics. And I would start with that because your mouth is going to make you money. That's what I would do. I go to small businesses already generating revenue and build them a social media program. And if I didn't have a computer, I go to the public library two to three hours a day. I take my truck and go there and I'd use their computer. There would be absolutely no excuse. If I didn't have a phone, I'd go there and do it. I'd set them up an account and I'd start marketing their business. Because marketing is telling people what you do. The more people you tell, the more your client, the more your client base. 
that would ask that, that attorney, that doctor's office, what do you specialize in? Once they tell me what they specialize in, I'm getting ready to be their mouthpiece. That would charge them $25. And if you want to be fancy, you could even charge them percentage of new revenue that you bring in. And you have that 10K within a week, for sure, or maybe within a month. Now, let me ask you this. If nobody knows you, though, and you're walking into these business, um, how would you be able to just charge them $2,500 off the bat without giving them proof of your work? Here's the thing, because I've, I've done it. The thing is, you got to believe in yourself. The value is the value. So when I walk into Balenciaga or when I walk into Walmart, the price is the price. And here's the thing. You have to let people know that if you don't sign up or if you don't do this, that's fine. You'll be losing other revenue. There are over 35 attorneys in this office. You're just one. I'm going to go to the next person. So you have to be confident in who you are and what you can deliver. And you better make sure that you deliver the results that you say. As my mama say, don't write a check. That you're behind, but she didn't stay behind. Can't catch. <laughs> so if you say you can do it, you do it. So they don't have to necessarily know who you are if you're able to speak to the problem that they're having that's bleeding revenue from them. Then you'll be, and, and you're, I'm assuming that you're social media sad because I am. So I would assume that, hey, I'm taking my knowledge. I'm taking what I have and I am turning a profit that's going to bring them money. And they will know that the profit is turning when they, number one, look at the amount of new calls that are coming in since you've had a Facebook page, since I've been reaching out to your ideal clients, reaching out to people who need you and give you a good, you know, just whether it's a flyer with marketing and advertising. So I need half the money up front. I don't work on, okay, let me go ahead and do this. And then we get the money at the end because I'm confident in whatever I say is going to happen. That's the, that's just how I walk. If I say it, I'm a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's going to happen. So I need 50% up front, 50% in 10 days, and I'm bringing you a specific number of, of clients. Um, another thing that I would do, even with, uh, you know, my $100, I might spend $20 and go buy me a, a jacket from Ross or something. You're right. And go get maybe a $10 hair weave from the beauty supply store. And then I would tell them, I, here's what you can do. I will host an event for you. You don't have to pay anything. We'll do it right here at your office and we'll drive the people here. So the thing about making money and manifesting money in your business is you have to help other people make money. And you want to make money for people who are already making money because they have some form of a prosperity consciousness. I wouldn't work with new business owners. I wouldn't work with people that have dreams, but they don't have a system in place. My clients make between twenty dollars to $65,000 a month because they have systems already in place. I'm just helping them to open up their leadership, their self-leadership, their prosperity consciousness, and their sales strategy. So that's one thing Tishbell is confident of since she's been doing it since she was five, and that's selling and getting money from other people for a purpose or a cause and helping them to, to get a return on their investment. Exactly, you know, I love that. Boom. So you just got 10,000 boss bucks. <laughs> oh, no, she made her own 10 and then we'll give her another okay. 10. So yeah. she has 20,000. OK, well, let me take my 10 back. If I try to give 20. You know, you said marketing is telling people what you do. Right. Advertising is something totally different. When you tell people what you do, when you walk out of the room, you came, 
you showed up, you showed out, you touched our lives, you've dropped some jewels, you helped us to level up. We're all excited, we're motivated, and you just walked out the room. The door is closed behind you. They are in that room and they're talking about Tish Bell. What is it that you want them to be saying? Girl is on fire. No. <laughs> I really want them to say, that's what I need. I, I, I need her in my life. I feel inspired by her. I know that whatever I was doing, whether it was dull, boring, a, a dead dream or whatever, is now come alive. That I'm alive, that I'm activated, that I'm ready to go. I'm ready to pursue. Let's work together. Let's, let's do this thing. Let's do it. We're going to do it and we're going to keep on doing it because you know what? You prosper forever. Your dreams, they are forever. They go out to the next generation. We are all living here enjoying the benefits of others who had dreams. We're enjoying the benefits of Henry Ford, who was no longer here, but jump-started the automotive business, you know? So our dreams are for generations and for lifetimes and forever to come. Why not be that difference maker? You know what? I am activated. You are what I need. How do I make contact? How do I get in touch with the Hello Millionaire Tish Bell? How do I how do I contact you? How do I get in touch with you? Because I'm ready. I'm activated. 1-800-TISH-BELL. No. No, no, no. Don't go on that number. You can find me because I've built a, a platform on social media. That's how I run my business. I also run it offline as well because I speak and travel, do all of that. But you can reach me on any social media platform at The Tish Bell. At The Tish Bell. And when she say Tish Bell, she means T-H-E-T-I-S-H. B-E-L-L -L. and go and hit her up. The Tish Bell will help you hear the bell ringing like ding, 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 for your bank account. Okay? <laughs> There's no better sound than the cash app. <laughs> oh, no, the ding from PayPal or Stripe. It's like ding. You're like, oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, we have one million listeners and the one million listeners would like to hear some parting words from you. Awesome. Once again, you guys, thank you so much for having me. If I could leave anything with you know that you are valuable it doesn't matter where you come from it doesn't matter your family background it doesn't even matter if your heart got broken on this morning the fact that you're listening and you are alive you are valuable you deserve to take up space you deserve to live in pure abundance and you deserve to be respected and treated like a queen and you also deserve to give yourself the gift of knowing that your abilities, your skills, and your talents, while they may go unnoticed to people who can't see your value, but when you start to see it, the world will see it and they will pay you for, for it. Love that. Thank you. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an IE. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey.
Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.